I'm Arnold van Buren and I'm joined by a range of professionals who will be sharing their experience within the eSport world along with strategies and tips to progress your own career in gaming. With over 20 years of experience including game development and live streaming, gaming land centers and organizing tournaments, we are now launching this series in order to help those of you with a passion for gaming become professional in the eSport world. Hi and welcome to our eSports series and today we are talking to Brandon Lee. Welcome Brandon. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? Brandon, tell me a little bit about yourself. Let's what you know, what brings what brought you to the eSport world? Um well, it started so I've always like, you know, played games a lot when I, um so I've always loved video games. And then when I started getting a little more competitive, so I got into League of Legends, I, I saw that, hey, there was like an esports scene. I was like, this is really cool. And so around, around that time, I was also getting into high school, and I saw my school had an esports club. And so that's how I kind of got into the whole esports hosting tournaments and like playing competitively. And yeah, that's where I pretty much started. Yeah, I yeah. was able to manage my school's esports club until we got shut down, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> that's kind of so where I started, yeah. Yeah, so are you still you still at high school, right? Yep, yeah, I'm in my last year right now. Ah, okay. And how is high school? Let's say how no, how is esports <laughs> with high school at the moment? Specifically in Canada, um, it's not that optimal. It's actually pretty bad right now. Um, I'm I would I think my school is one of the few schools at all in the entire country that had an esports club of something of some sort. Um, at the time, we were participating in a league called HSCL, so we were able to see like where all the other schools were, and the majority was the U.S. So you can see a lot of the U.S. has um, widely adapted esports more into their schools, but in Canada, it's, it's still um, pretty like not talked about. It's um, pretty looked down upon actually, because um, there's a lot of issues around video game addiction, and they're still they don't want to like get to the topic of video games because it's pretty taboo in schools. Oh wow! I so yeah. in, because I know in, um, in 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 countries like the United States, in Europe, and you know in other parts of let's say Asia, I know it's 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 booming, booming, and they re they have recognized it now as a, yeah. as a sport. But um, yeah, tell me a little bit more about Canada and their thoughts about esports. Um, well, I mean, actually, so from my experience, it actually wasn't loved by teachers. So. Teachers in my school were completely cool with it. They thought it was a great idea. Even some of the administration thought it was a great idea, right? But it was more of the actual people in charge of the school boards. So they were having a lot of uh, issues against fighting against video game addiction, which I, uh, I do believe is an issue, but I don't think it's a, it's like, you know, video, encouraging video games like esports won't exactly necessarily cause video game addiction. I think they're separate issues. But that's kind of their stance. They just bundled together and they said no at all to any video games. That's, uh, that's, 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 indirectly shocking <laughs> yeah <laughs> so how how is that for let's say for for you guys like you and, and and your friends and of course communities that you have that you have set up as well and how are they dealing with that because that's quite a challenge though if you don't get the support that you need yeah so at first we were running the club but it was pretty small so it was like what 20 people when i got there and then so it was just a couple of people playing their favorite games. They got to compete against other high schoolers, you know, for scholarships and stuff. And it was all cool. But then when I got there, um, 
uh, I became president. So I, was, I thought, hey, let's expand the club because, you know, I see a lot of people, my friends that want to play as well. So we're going to get bigger. And I thought we can build a community because there's so many people playing games, right? So I started hosting tournaments in my school. And that's when we started to grow like exponentially. We had over 100 members in about a year. And so the other schools were like, hey, this looks cool. We want to do this too. So they brought it up to their to the school board. And that's when the school board became aware of us. So it's kind of like we were kind of, you know, running under the table a little bit. They became aware of us. They were like, hey, we um, can't support you guys at the moment. We don't think video games are like a good, a good thing. Which I understand the reasoning, but I don't think it's right. But I understand where they're coming from. And so, um, yeah, I got to run it for one year and then they shut us down, unfortunately. So this is this and this is this is, is quite a shame because then now is especially now in, in, in the time of, well, let's say 2020 was already a challenging year. Um, yeah. What do you think about 2021? Are they going to maybe be more flexible or do you think like they're going to be? I hope so. My school board, what we did was um so there's some students doing an online school now, right? So students could choose where they want to do just just full online. And so that kind of acts as a separate school. So I'm trying to launch an esports club at that kind of thing, where it's all online students that are across my entire region. So I have some teachers to support, but I, I basically the administrators have to be like, okay, it's, it's good for you guys to go. And I, I hope it's clear, but that way I'll be able to launch another esports club, you know, get a community kind of going. Once again, and maybe leave something for the future before I leave high school. It's because in the, there is um, what, what I already mentioned in the in the states uh, and and in Europe, they encourage high schools, they encourage universities, yeah. they uh, let's say colleges. Um, they they've encouraged. They got quite an encouragement, even from government, even from um, let's say well teachers and all that, to uh, to bring it to the next mm. level, and. Yeah, Brendan, you literally surprised me that Canada is the opposite. So is it just only high schools or is it on university level as well? Or yeah. Um so I actually have um talked to a lot of people from you know because I've um I've kind of gotten into it now, I've, I've talked to a lot more people from like the university and like um collegiate scene. And they said, yeah, like um colleges are more supporting of it, but it's not much better than high school. The only they get more freedom because they're all adults now, so they just get more freedom to do what they want. Yeah, but the support still isn't entirely there. So where do you seek the support from? Is it from from abroad or is it was it still in Canada? Um, at the moment, yeah, it's just more of um actual companies saying, hey, we want to support students, we want to support like amateur scene, next generation of like, esports. But it would be ideal if we could get actual, like, you know, the, the, our school boards, our um, governments on our side. Because um, yeah. they have a lot more resources and, like, direct ability to help us. And what about, so let's say, uh, what about, like, sponsorships, like companies? Because if they, if, if you do not get the support from, let's say, government or the school, how is yeah. that going to work with your environment, like sponsorship and, and everybody who trying to get involved um that's actually pretty funny so uh so basically after my school club got shut down um i started like a, a kind of student organization kind of called Vani sports which is just based out of my like hometown and so we just host tournaments every month um ever since the start of quarantine and yeah we've um 
Actually, I want to take back one of the part of support of governments. I want to take that back. Actually, so when I started Vaughn Esports, the, uh, I actually contacted my city, and they were actually cool with it. Um, they, they actually sent us some prizes to give away for the tournaments. Wow. Okay. And they, I, I got on the phone with one of them and said, I said, hey, yeah, the cities and a lot of the surrounding cities are actually trying to get into esports. They want to engage the youth. The cities were actually really cool with it. The governments were cool with it. It was more of the actual schools that weren't. But then, yeah, so sponsorships is a lot of the harder parts, which I haven't really broken into just yet. Um, we're still like growing. We're at about 500 members now, I think, in my Discord community after about nine months. But we're looking to get there. But it's a lot harder because as a high school student, I don't have any like connections, right? I don't know anyone in the industry, really. <laughs> so <laughs> having the support of schools, maybe to back us and be like, hey, I'm a student here, right? Or like they already have the relations built up because, you know, it's, a, it's an institution. The, the, the sponsors would be more willing to help out because it's a like a sense of institution whereas i'm just you know one kid and with like a bunch of other teenagers wanting to do something for fun it puts a lot more weight behind um the group i guess are yeah. you also involving with people outside let's say well you speak with me now i'm, I'm from the uk yeah. <laughs> are you also uh, dealing with people from the us or from from middle east or from asia yeah. uh, let's say are you approaching worldwide or is it just pure some countries or maybe a club of yeah so so what's what's the involvement at the moment i'm not like looking for sponsorships from outside necessarily because i think um smaller businesses and like you know gaming directed ones in Canada would be ideal because you know get to support local businesses as well yeah. um but we like we aren't targeting specifically people outside of Canada but we in our tournaments we actually get a lot of people from the U.S. um we've had a lot of um we've actually had I think one university team played in one of our tournaments so we've we've had um people from the U.S. play a lot but that's kind of the extent of it because due to like you know regional stuff so like games and their servers you can't really have people from the Middle East or like in Asia playing because yeah. the servers, the, there's going to be a lot of lag. But yeah, we have a, a lot of players from the US, actually. Okay. So it's... Uh, and and at the moment, because that's a good thing, you you are growing, your community is growing, and you yeah. have a lot of other now, a lot of other people who are, are joining and... and I, have to, I have to say that it's... It, well, you haven't done it well, because if you... Let's say... Okay, I, I know you corrected with okay, not having government support to having some support, but yeah. again, it's well, we are talking about the future, um, and yeah. esports is since well, quite a while now, and well, and 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 loads of countries uh, recognized as sports, and of course mm. to uh, to help others to to bring it to the next level, but at the moment, um, Canada, I thought. I thought, but I could be wrong, but I, I am indirectly. <laughs> um, because I thought that Canada was a re was the same as the US with esports. Yeah, it, it's. I, I wish it was. <laughs> yeah, in the US, I think League of Legends is nationally recognized as a sport. I saw on, um, um, from them. They, they're partnering with Playverse, I believe, to run that. It's nowhere near that here in Canada. Wow. And, and it's no, definitely no universities no high schools who no, are... so universities have teams and clubs they are cool with it but they don't provide a lot of support compared to you know the schools uh, u.s schools okay. like you see all u.s schools having like they have like full gaming lounges and everything they have the like setups for the teams here in canada it's more of just oh you play on your own pc at home you practice with your team in your own time 
Right. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> there, there is no like in America and in the UK. You have um, you can you well if if you go to the university, you can have a subject esports. You can also graduate within the esports. Um, I think this is not wow. going to work. <laughs> yes, that's really <laughs> surprising for me. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, it's in 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 Canada. Sorry, in the United States, there is already loads of universities who run different programs, so students can. It starts already from high schools, who can follow esports as a subject or let's say as as something that they can graduate in. In yeah. Europe, different countries, as so far I know the UK and some countries within, let's say, I think Holland as well, they recognize esports as a sport that is indirectly also a subject that you can um, that you can use when you, well to pass at universities. So there is, um, and let's not talk about Asia. Asia is booming <laughs> regarding esports. And the there are well, let's say China, who's who's now been, let's say the because of the coronavirus, they're quite in, in in spotlight. But I mean, if it's about esports, then I will say there's something they have done really, really well, and it's because they have recognized it as a sport, and there are more countries, more countries are following. But again. I thought, but that's me, that Canada was the same as the United States, <laughs> but definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not there yet. <laughs> um, and, soon, hopefully soon. <laughs> well, I, I think that they, they have, well, there the, the, the must be a change. And I have to yeah. say that when most most people that we have on the series are from, uh, are from the United States and uh, from or from Asia, and I have to say, like, I've, I've you and somebody else who is from Canada, who's on the show. However, you are at the moment quite honest by saying, like, okay, listen, Canada eSport is working halfway uh, instead yeah. of, well, because we from the outside see that Canada, Canada got quite a lot involved. But, okay, that's them. I think only the community that, that have worked really hard, same as you. To bring that totally up to level, to to achieve that. So yeah, for you it's just a job well done. For most people, I think from other countries will say like, "Wow, Brandon, come to come to the states, come to Europe." <laughs> <laughs> so how's 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 this for? If if we go a little bit in, in like in the mental aspects, like for you mentally, like seeing the whole world playing. Let's say use it as as well, you know, where where esports is recognized as a sport. Where how is that for you? How is that like? How is that for you, like personally? Um, it's more of a I'm I'm like I'm like wow, we don't have that here yet. I guess it's time to just get it here, right? Um, what can I do to kind of get us up to that level? Um, what can I do to kind of you know, get it, get like the word about esports more talking in schools. Cause um, even before, so before I like um, kind of got into this, saying the word esports was like kind of had a stigma. Everyone was like, like, oh, you play video games. Oh, it's like, it's like a kind of a weird thing, right? But the more I kind of talk about esports, the less of like a, it, it brings like, like a, less of like a weird tone around it because I've been trying to like normalize it. I talk about it more. 
And then so, yeah, you just talk about it more. I have been hosting my events, so I kind of want to show that, hey, it does work. Um, I've been able to make this work with no resources and just a couple of, uh, you know, my friends and I having fun hosting events. Um, if we had the support of our school boards, this would work. There is absolute interest in it. And that's kind of what I've been trying to do. Um, I was, so basically, so, so similar to how like um, a lot of the US and I, I would assume UK and China have it where it's um, like schools have an actual full in like inter high school league. So high schools converse each other, right? I, I, I had plans to just, you know, bring up to my school where would be like, hey, here's a layout for this. We can get schools from this area, this area. And like, I made out the whole rule books. I made like a play out, like a, um, like a brackets kind of thing and a whole system for them set up. And I was going to try and bring it up to them, but you know, the coronavirus kind of came in and put a halt to that. And so my school board is actually a lot slower now with a lot of clubs and stuff because they don't want, um, extra, extracurriculars running, which is, um, I'm kind of a little sad about that. Yes. Yeah. And, so and, they're like, and, and, and also like your, your, your parents, <laughs> what, are, what are their oh. thoughts about, about your, yeah. let's say, let's say the esports world. But first they didn't even know about a lot of my clubs at school. They just know, Hey, I'm really involved in my school community. But when we started coming home and I launched, um, you know, my community Vaughn esports, I had, I was like, I told them, Hey, like, yeah, here every other week or every week on this Saturday, I'm going to be like live streaming a tournament. So you can't come into my room. And at first, I was like, oh, okay, he's just playing games. But now I've kind of shown them, hey, I, I, our last tournament, we had over 100 viewers, right, uh, um, during our grand finals. I'm like, hey, look, people are watching what we do. This is like an actual tournament. People are having fun, right? And now they've kind of taken it more of a business-y kind of mindset. They're like, hey, this is potentially something he could do. And then they're even kind of glad that, um, that like video games have kind of got me into computers because now I want to study computer science in a university. So it's kind of like, just, you know, they come hand in hand kind of technology and video games. So they're, wow, now they're starting to own up to it the more I do it. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really, well, let's say just respect for you that you just have not giving up on, on something that is, well, not possible. I see it as not possible in Canada because the, the, the I call it the mindset is more like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's playing games all day, blah, blah, blah. And also happy that your people from home are seeing opportunities in you that you, you know, instead of like, oh, come on, Brendan, you know, playing games the whole day. But instead of that, giving the motivation like, oh, yeah, it is actually working. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, you know, Ma got this plan, Dad got this plan, and whoever in the house got this plan. Well, of course, give you the, the push to never give up and to keep going so that's that's amazing i think you have done a really 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 great job however Thank before you. we go and end the show is there anything from your heart that you would like to share esports is no different than any other hobby all you're doing is changing the medium and so the point of esports is to bring people together so it shouldn't be looked upon like differently because all you're doing is changing out what you're doing but at the end of the day, the same thing's happening. Humans are making connections. And that's what how I, I view esports. Fantastic. And where can people find you? Where can they find you on social media? Um, I actually have my own site. So brandonlee.me. Hopefully you can just put it up here. But then, yep, it has that has links to all my social media. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to talk with uh, a lot more people in the esports world. 
and i also have my my, my community linked on there as well if you want to check us out okay fantastic brandon again amazing speaking with you and i'm so i'm so happy that things have worked out and i have just only one small question what are you going to do after your last year um well <laughs> i i know i want to study computer science and business and so my goal is always kind of I know my end goal is I want to get into esports industry, but I want to also make kind of an impact in like technology along the way. So if I can make some sort of technology that helps people build these esports communities, technology that you know improves esports as a whole, I would absolutely love to do that. Which is why I'm studying computer science and you know development and stuff. Fantastic. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for being on the show, and I wish you a, a lot of luck with what you're doing because you have something amazing that that that's gonna change canada absolutely <laughs> thank you <laughs> thanks for listening to our esport podcast series for video recordings of all our podcasts check out learn global tv and learn global live available on the roku platform <laughs>